Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. I want to start off by reminding you, or maybe you don't know, you're a new listener, but my husband and I live in a motor home. We lovingly call it the Hope Mobile. It's a 38-foot motor coach, and we tow our car behind us, and we travel the nation for our ministry to grieving parents. And because of that, sometimes you hear odd background noises that you may not normally hear in a podcast. You might hear birds chirping or something driving by, whatever. So in case that happens, I just like to remind our listeners once in a while that's what's going on. Before we get into the content, I want to start out by letting you know that we are going to be in Las Cruces, New Mexico, on January 21st at the United Methodist Church. I'm going to be sharing twice, once at noon, specifically for grieving parents, and then again at 6.30 in the evening for anyone who's faced a deep loss, which includes child loss. So for more information on that, you can go to the events page on our GPS Hope Facebook page, or you can go to our website and find our events under the resource tab, or you can email us at office at gpshope.org. So if you're close to that area, we would love to meet you and have you join us. And from New Mexico, we're going to be heading into Arizona. So if you are there, be sure to check out our schedule also. So let's go in and get into our subject, helping your child leave a legacy. Many of us have heard Bible verses, maybe even all of our lives, that we could be in agreement with as we hit life's bumps in the road, or maybe verses that make sense in a way that we would pray and ask God to help us get there. So I'm talking about verses like Romans 8:28, that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose, or James 1, 2, and 3, which says, consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance and on and on and yada, yada, blah, 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 right? Okay, because after the death of our child, a lot lot of times we just can't see how verses like this are even possible. Maybe, like I said, bumps in the road, other trials, things that aren't this bad. But this is dark and this is horrible. And I can't believe these verses are even in the Bible, right? They shouldn't even be there. Or maybe there should be a disqualifier unless your child has died. Then don't count on this, right? I totally understand that because I've gone through the same thing myself. We are so used to asking, what if? After our child dies, there are so many what if questions that we have, don't we? And we can torment ourselves with all of these what if questions. But what if we ask that question, what if, to verses like the ones I've just read? Or here's another one. For instance, in Philippians 4, When Paul is talking about, I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances I'm in, and he goes on to list things that he has been through, I decided to look up the definition of content, and the definition I found says it's a state of satisfaction. Hmm. Now, if my child had to leave this earth, 
and I couldn't stop it. There was nothing I could do about it. Then I'm going to do something to make sure that I am satisfied that his or her life still matters. I want to point out that this is something that we have to learn to do. Paul said, I have learned to be content. It's not something that we just fall into or it just happens. And I want to explore for a few minutes what that might look like for us as perivers. If you've never heard the term or the word perivor before, that is a word for a parent who's been bereaved of their child. The root word of bereave is the word reeve. And if you are to look that up, the word reeve means like a, a tearing, a robbing, you know, something has been torn from us, taken from us. And that's exactly how we feel as a parent who's lost a child, right? Our child has been robbed from us, stolen, taken from us. And so that word reeve is very appropriate for us. And the PA, the PA, is a parent. A parent who's been bereaved of their child is a perever. So as I was saying, I want to just explore for a few minutes what that might look like for us as perevers to be content or to be satisfied within the circumstance of our child being gone. Now, there's no doubt that my daughter Becca and that your child made a difference in the world. Even if your child didn't breathe outside the womb or they only lived for a few hours, he or she made a difference in your world. And that is huge. That can never be taken from you or the people around you because the lives of our children had a ripple effect no matter how short or how long their lives were because he or she affected us as parents. It affected our parents. Their lives affected our other children if we have them. Even if it was in the womb, or for us, it was 29 years, no matter how long or how short it was. Their lives affected our own siblings. Their lives affected our friends, and so on it goes. And because your child affected and even influenced the lives of all these people, anyone they know will also be affected. So our child already made a permanent impact on this world that can never be stopped. Have you ever thought about that? And it will continue to ripple through their friends and family and their friends and family and so on. But you can also make sure that your child leaves a legacy in a focused and intentional way. And that is what this next series is going to be about. We're going to talk to parents who've been instrumental in doing things like changing laws or they've done things like saving lives in water safety and drowning prevention. One mom we're going to talk to has started a line of jewelry. They've done things like make amazing products to bring comfort to moms who suffered pregnancy and infant loss. And we're going to talk to those who've done things on a more local level, such as raising money for needed research so others won't die of the same cause, or providing better emergency equipment for their community or starting a support group so perivers coming up behind them won't feel the isolation and loneliness that they went through when their child died. The fact that your child died matters. It matters to society and it matters to the world. Your child's life mattered. And yes, the only way to get back into the light again is to travel through the darkness of grief. There are no shortcuts. But there are ways to light your path as you go. And one of those ways is to do something to help others 
in a way that honors the life and the death of your child. And your pain matters. Don't let your heartache and your anguish be wasted, allowing it to turn into bitterness with the belief that life will always be horrible and never worth living again. Believing that lie, and I believe it's a lie, it really is a lie. Believing that is believing that your child's life didn't matter because you are the best one and you might be the only one who can make sure that your child is remembered and that his or her life will continue to touch others even though he or she isn't here on this earth anymore. And when you do this, these verses that don't make sense also begin to have some light shed on them. And we can begin to see new meaning that we never saw before in scriptures. It's amazing. The verses that I have seen and known my entire life, all of a sudden I I see them in a whole new light and they have life to me in a way they never did before. They have a totally different meaning and purpose in my life now. And it's really awesome, actually. So for those of you who maybe are struggling in reading your Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to give you new eyes and to see verses that have a totally different meaning to you now that you can grab hold of and make yours and shed some more light on the path that you're walking on. You can actually even start to feel grateful at how God really is bringing beauty from ashes and a newfound joy from mourning. God really is doing something beyond what I could ask or think or imagine because when Becca died, all I could see was darkness. And I thought I would be stuck there for the rest of my time here on earth. But God has gone beyond just bringing me back into the light, which is beyond what I could think or imagine. But he's given me meaning and purpose again, which is definitely beyond what I could think or imagine. And it's not in spite of my child's death, but it's because of her life. Would I rather have Becca here? Well, I want to think about this from your viewpoint, okay? If Becca was still here, you and I wouldn't be together right now. There would be no Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. There would be no weekly Word of Hope emails of encouragement sent out to bereavers. There would be, at least from me, no YouTube videos for grieving parents to find and watch to help them know that they're not alone and the issues they're dealing with are normal. There'd be no Hope Mobile, and a lot of you have your kids in loving memory hearts on our Hope Mobile, and we take them with us through the nation. There would be no GPS Hope Ministry to walk with parents through the suffocating darkness of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope and light and purpose. Since Becca is gone from this earth, and she's in a place of incredible beauty, and she's safe, she's whole, she's healed, she's happy, she's face-to-face with Jesus, living in his glorious presence and majesty, well, I figure I might as well be doing something that will make an impact in this world on her behalf for her. Don't let your child's death be wasted. And don't let the legacy of their life end when they ended. Help your son or daughter change the world by helping others on their behalf. Help him or her leave a legacy that will impact others, having an even bigger ripple effect that will continue for years to come. 
As we wrap up this episode, I want to share four different opportunities that GPS Hope has to help you honor your child and to let others know about him or her. We like to do what we can to give you opportunities for that. And the first one I want to share with you is our wall of remembrance on the GPS Hope website, where we post a photo of your child and a paragraph from you about what you want others to know about your child. It's beautiful. It's like a green plaque. Dave puts a graphic together. It's really pretty. So to check that out, there is a tab on the front page of the website. Just go to gpshope.org, scroll down until you see, I'm pretty sure it's a green button that says Wall of Remembrance. Click on that, you'll be able to see other children who are there, and there will be a place where you can email us and let us know that you want to have your child added there. Another opportunity that we give is sponsoring an In Loving Memory Heart on the Hope Mobile. Like I said, we live in a 38-foot motorhome, and we have... Oh, well over 50 hearts on right now as of this recording. And you get a six-inch heart with your child's name in it and where they were from. You get to choose one of six colors. People walk around and they read these on the Hope Mobile. And we love taking all of our children on the road with us. It is a $100 sponsorship to do that. It's a tax-deductible donation if that's important to you. It helps us put gas in the Hope Mobile, maybe giving us about three quarters of a tank. Pretty expensive to fill this thing up to go down the road and get to the people that we minister to as we travel the nation. So it's kind of a win-win for both of us. You get your child on the Hope Mobile in an in loving memory heart, and it helps us have gas to get down the road. Another opportunity that we give is sponsoring a podcast in honor of your child. You get to pick the podcast week. You can base it on a special day for you, for your child. And I'll read a tribute that you write for your child so everyone will know how special he or she is. Now, this sponsorship is a $200 sponsorship to cover an episode. And I know from listener-supported Christian radio or other podcasts, doing something like this is easily $500, dollars or more. So $200, we feel like, is very reasonable to give an opportunity for your child to be honored and remembered. And it just helps us to continue this podcast listener support instead of having to get advertisements to support this. And in doing this, your child is going to be heard by hundreds of listeners for years to come. And speaking of hundreds, the last one I want to talk about is you can join what we call Hope for Hundreds, providing resources and support for hundreds of other perivers, literally, by supporting GPS Hope at the $100 a month level. And those who join Hope for Hundreds will automatically get a heart on the Hope Mobile for your child, and you will automatically get to choose a podcast episode to be dedicated to your child. So I would love for you to consider that. And these last three that I mentioned, the Hearts on the Hope Mobile, sponsoring a podcast, and joining the Hope for Hundreds, can be found under the Donate tab on the GPS Hope website. So gpshope.org, and go to the Donate tab, click on that, and you'll see options to donate 
the hearts and the sponsoring a podcast. Now, this podcast, like I said, is listener supported and the ministry of GPS Hope is sustained by those we serve. So if you want to help us with this, we would really appreciate any special gift or if you would like to support us with ongoing monthly support of any amount, we would really appreciate it. Just go to gpshope.org support or just go to the website and once again hit that donate button and it will take you to a place where you can give what is on your heart to give. I have thrown a lot of links out there for you. They're all going to be provided in the show notes. So really all you have to remember out of all of that is go to gpshope.org and look for the podcast episode 39, Helping Your Child Leave a Legacy. And all these links will be there. With that, I want to go on to the birthday segment. And now that I think about it, this birthday segment is another opportunity that we give you parents a way to honor the memory of your child. So first we have Joshua Caldwell, who was born on January 16th, and he is forever 28. We have Jeanette Marie, who is the daughter of some precious friends of ours, Sarah and Dennis. Jeanette was born on January 19th and is forever 36. And we have Hugh Brown, who was born on January 19th also and is forever 18. We celebrate with these families the day that Joshua and Jeanette and Hugh came into the world and the blessing and the joy that they were. I would love to share your child with our listeners. All you have to do is go to gpshope.org birthdays to send in the information. And I will be honored to share your son or daughter's birthday on the podcast week of their birthday. At this point, I don't know how long this series of Helping Your Child Leave a Legacy will be and how many parents I'll be talking to over the next few weeks because there are so many out there doing wonderful and helpful and even exciting things. But I hope you listen to each one of them as they all have nuggets to share that will help you in your own journey. You can learn to be content, satisfied that you are living a life that allows your child to leave a legacy, continuing to make a difference in this world. And as you're moving in that direction and learning how, remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.